Now we can begin. Okotov, today's staff is that Chof Ba brings Sibis' wound for four Shleima, for Yosef Israel ben Chai Michal and for Elosa ben Ruma. Yesterday we got down to the eighth line on the page, near the, the last word on the line, uh, Tanya, Shemlazar Omer. Tanya Shemlazar, Shem Shetum Chazaka Lakuna, Kachmas Rishon Chazaka Lakuna. Just like if a person is giving, has been given Truma, and they, he was portioned out, let's say, at the distribution center, he got Truma, that's a Chazaka that he's a coin. And uh, we didn't determine whether, um, if he, you know, if he's given Truma, we didn't say, we didn't determine whether Messias time is a, um, is a, uh, a, 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 enough of a Chazaka that you could uh, marry off, marry him off to the proper family and his first lineage. But it's a chazaka, but if he's given truma, if it's truma to rice, it's a chazaka that he's a coin. The Gemara here doesn't tell you chazaka in what sense. Does it, is it doesn't mean for marriage or for what, or whatever, but we know that he's a coin. It's good enough for that, but we don't know that it, we don't know that it's good enough to confirm his um, his lineage. We discussed that if the question was uh, Staros or if his name or if Nasias Kapayim is. We couldn't prove it one way or another. But as a chazaka, at least that he's a coin. You could certainly give him an aliyah. You could certainly, uh, if you got truma, perhaps if you got truma with chazaka, they give him chala. So the same way, just like just like giving truma is a chazaka, so is my serisham. my serisham chazaka. What do you mean, my serisham? My serisham goes to the lady, not to the coin. Why is that a chazaka? Pardon? Yeah, my and Meister, but not my Risham. My and Meister, that's called Trumas Meister. My and Meister, that goes to the coin, but my Risham, why is that a And then that's one thing that he said. And Shimon Lazar says that, if he, that just like Truma is a Chazaka, that the guy is a coin, he got Truma, you can assume he's a coin, he can eat Chala, uh, maybe even for lineage. Uh, so the same way, Truma, that uh, my Risham is also a Chazaka. And then, okay, before we get to that problem, if Bezdin gave him the truma, ain't a chazaka. That's not a chazaka. So what do you mean? If Bezdin confirmed that he got that he that he's giving uh, he's getting truma, why is that not a chazaka? If if uh, Bezdin, it's not a chazaka. Where is it a chazaka? That's the question. That's so. There's two problems with this uh, brisa of Shimon Now we're going to analyze Maisrishin. The more says right away, Maisrishin will leave you. How do you, I understand? If you got truma, that's the chazaka. You're a coin. But if you get my solution, why is that a chazak? You're a coin. My solution goes to the lady. The answer is Kablaz Manazari, the Tanya, Truma the coin. My solution to the lady. The Rebbe Kiva. Kiva holds like we always know. The Truma goes to the coin. My solution goes to the lady. That's Rebbe Kiva. The Rebbe Manazari, I'm going to know. My solution off the coin. My solution go to a coin. Or don't forget, coins also in the tribe of the Levim. The Kedusha is in the Levim. So my solution now also goes to the coin. My solution also goes to the coin. Okay. So the Gemara says, Amy, Dharma, Blaz Manazari, off the coin. You can go to because Cohen's also a kind of a lady, right? He's in the, the tribe of a lady. But with Lazar and Azari is adding on to Rabakiba, Rabakiba says my solution only goes to lady. But Buzzman says I can get out of Cohen or lady, after Cohen. Go to Cohen. So, but if you give it to him, how's that a proof? If you give my solution to somebody, how's that a proof that he's a Cohen? Lazar Azari seems to say you can give my solution to lady or to the coin. Fine. Okay, give it to the lady or to the coin. But if you give it to some to some uh, uh, plumny almoni, you give it to him, how's that a proof that he's a Cohen? Maybe he's a lady. The boss of Ezra. Ezra gave a fine to the Levium for not being Ola with him, not coming back to Eretz Yisrael from Babel. And there he, for he fined him and he took away Maestrishan from the Levium and he gave it to the Kohen. So after the time of Ezra, when who got the uh, Maestrishan? Only Kohanim, not Levium. So then it's a proof that he's a Kohen. 
Like, okay, fine. You're right. He gave a kanas that you're supposed to give your maiserishan to the coin not to the lady. But there may be people who didn't hear it or they made a mistake and said, I always gave it to the lady. I'll give it to the lady now. How is that a proof that he's a coin? You're trying to say if somebody got maiserishan, if he was he, he was distributed maiserishan, that's proof that he's a coin. It could be a lady. Even if you say that uh, there was a knas and fine, you gave it to him, but maybe you gave it to the lady. That's not a solid proof that somebody got maiserishan. If, some, if, if somebody was given truma, that's a sign that he's a coin. But if somebody was given maiserishan, how is that for sure that he's a coin? Omar of Chistoch, Maiskin, we're only talking a very limited case. You're right. Normally, if you get maiserishan, that's not a proof, solid proof that you're a coin. Here we're talking about a specific case. What's the case here? We know this guy's father was a coin. He's certainly not a lady or Yisrael. He knows he, he, knows he was a coin. But enough of a call and then a rumor went out. A rumor could be even one person, anybody, just a rumor. It's not proof. It's not solid proof. It's not Adis, but it's called the Amalek Rashi's low Adis. It's not Adis. But a rumor went out that his mother was a Grusha Chalutza and he's a Chalal. Okay. Therefore, <laughs> therefore what? He's not going to get Truma. But the Chokulo Lidide Meiser, basic runners, and they gave him Meiser. Okay. They gave him Meiser. Now, what does that prove? Levi, the Lav Levi, he's certainly not a Levi. You can't say, well, Meiser should go to the coin or to the Levi. So maybe he's a Levi. He's not a Levi. His father was a coin. Michael, man, what are you going to say? Ben Grusha Ben Chalutsu. So what do you say? So what? If he's not a Levi, what is he? Ben Grusha Chalutsu. Let me boil him on Domer Meiserish and also Zarim. Even if you hold that Meiserish cannot beat Meiserim, we hold Meiserish can. If you if Meiserish goes to the Levi and he invites you to his house for a meal on Shabbos, you're allowed to eat it, right? But certainly the one who holds Meiserish that others say that it might cannot be eaten by a Zar, by a non Levi. Uh, certainly, Lomi boy, certainly the one who says, My Sreesham wouldn't give it to him unless he knew he was a Kohen. He's not a Levi, right? He's not a Levi for sure. The question is, he Ben Grusha Ben Chalutza. Well, the Ben Grusha Ben Chalutza is not a kosher Levi. You know, it doesn't go down, unfortunately, say, just because the guy's a Kohen and now he's a Halal Ben Grusha, doesn't go down to a Levi. A Levi has his own Kedusha. They're both in the tribe. The fact they're from the tribe doesn't mean that he has a Kedusha. If he's a Ben Grusha Ben Chalutza, he's uh, just a puzzle person. So certainly the one who was my Sreesh was also Lazarim. He's certainly a Zor. He's a Halal. If he was a Ben Grusha Mechutza. Even if you hold that a, that a Zor is allowed to eat my Sreesh in Israel, could eat my Sreesh. You can supply him. You can give him some. Invite him to your house. You can give him some. They wouldn't give it to him. They wouldn't distribute to him as a proper Levi or a proper coin. And therefore, therefore, this guy had a rumor that he's a Ben Grusha Mechutza. But the fact that they gave him a distribution of Maiserishon shows that he's not a Ben Grusha Mechalutza, he's a proper coin. Maybe he's a lady, he's not a lady because we know his father was a coin. So that's what talk, a specific case here. So normally, if you just see some Plony Amoni getting Truma, that's a proof that he's a coin. How far is that a proof? Maybe for lineage, we're not sure, but he's a, he's a, he's a coin. You can rest assured he's a coin. He can duchen, give him the first aliyah, you, you give him bench first, all that stuff. You treat him like a coin. If he was given Maiserishon after the time of that Ezra constant Levim and took it away from them, it's likely that he's a coin, but he's not for sure that he's a coin. It could be, could be a lady. Over here, he's speaking about a specific case where you know the guy's father was a coin. The only question is, is he Ben Groshim and Chalusa? Is he halal? The fact that they distributed to him, that's going to, that's what Shimon Lazar meant in the Brisa. Shimon Lazar, it's a Chazak if you know his father's a coin. You know, his father's a Kohen. And the only question is, is he a Halal or not? Was his mother a, 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 a Grusha or a Halutza? That's good enough.
Okay, that's the first part. Then he said, based in, in Chazaka, if he if he got the distribution by a Bezdin, it's not a Chazaka, that he's a coin. If Bezdin themselves does the does the Chalukah, does the distribution, and they confirm it, if that's not a Chazaka, that he's a coin, what is? Right? If, if Bezdin's doing it, why is that not a Chazaka? He says, Chazaka, that's what Shivalazar said. Uh, if you get a, a chalukah in the Bezdin, it's not a chazaka. Apparently, even if we're talking about truma, it's not a chazaka. Here we're not talking about uh, my solution. Even truma. The fact that a person, here's what happened. A father died. A Kohen died. Okay. Now, we're not talking about distributing truma from the farmers and everybody has truma and they were giving it at the distribution center. We're talking about a probate. We're talking about a man died and he left a few sons and he's a Kohen and now they're dividing up his nechassim. Okay, there's some proof. The, the fact that you divide up the nechassim and among his nechassim, among his assets, there is truma and you give it to, the, to all the sons. Is that a proof that all the sons are proper Kohanim? And one of them is not, one or two of them is not a halal. Is that a proof? No. They're just getting Yerush over here. They're not getting the truma, the Torah's being machalika to a coin, like a person who gives his truma to the coin. They're dividing up an estate. And they says, that's not a proof. That's what means. It's not a chazaka because it could be he's just getting a distribution. Is it prohibited for anybody to have truma in their possession? If I'm a farmer and I'm a Yisrael, and I separate off the truma, and it's in my possession. I'm going to give it to a coin, but it's right now it's still in my possession. It's there's no prohibit prohibition on one of the orshim to get some truma from his father, even if he's a coin, even if he's an improper coin, he can't eat it. Just isn't that obvious? You might say, well, since these guys can eat it, everybody can. When Bezin is distributing the truma as the assets of the estate to the ver- to the various yorshim. You might think since these guys can eat it, the other guys can eat it too. That's what Bezos trying to do. No, these guys who are proper Kohanim, if they're the sons who are proper Kohanim, they can eat it. The other ones is they're getting it. The other one who was, let's say, Ben Gush he's an improper Kohen. He can't eat the truma. He's a halal. He's gonna he is gonna have to sell his off. Just like uh, you could you could sell it. You could it, it's possible to deal in truma, right? Let's say a Kohen has some truma. And he doesn't want to eat. He needs desperate for money. And he sells the truma to Yisrael. He sells the truma to Yisrael. Yisrael could buy it at some reduced cost. You know, it's, 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 not, it's not worth as much on the market as regular chulun because it's got a smaller market. can only be eaten by Kohanim, right? So he could sell it to this guy. And he could, this guy could sell it to Kohanim in some other place, right? It's not prohibited to own truma. It's prohibited to eat truma if you're not a Kohen. So here, too, the, uh, the, the fact that the Yorish got some truma from his father was going, does that prove, even if Bezin gave it to him, doesn't prove that he's a proper coin. Oh, Bezin gave him the truma. No, Bezin was just distributing the father's estates. It's not the same as being Mahalik truma to Kohanim at the distribution center. That would prove that they're Kohanim. So he had a machlotus in the Mishnah. Mishnah said like this. Two people said, two guys come up, and two guys show up in Bezin. One guy says, I'm a coin, uh, I, and Omer Kohan and he, the Omer Kohan and he, they're not believed. Was much if each one says I testify the other guy's a coin, he is believed. Okay, each one says you're not worried about if you just says a malakun up No, you we don't we don't raise a person and say that he's a coin based on on, on the testimony of one. That's what Buddha said. 
Amr Blazer, that's only that's only if there's objections. There's a dispute. Somebody appeals it to say, no, he's not a coin. I know he's not a coin. But if there's nobody complaining, even one eight is good enough. That's what Rabblazer says. And Shimuel says plain. Shim Shim Naskan, Apparently they say the same thing. Rabblazer says that if there's a no, if there's an objection, then we don't uh, we don't we don't consider him a coin based on the testimony of one eight. But if there's no objection, we 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 agree. And we we then one eight is good enough to establish this person as a coin. Shimuel says Shim Naskan, Malakan. Plain, so the Gemara says the heart is saying the same thing. Because we assume that even Shemuel would not say that one eight is believed in a case where there's Oberin. Right, right, Rashi says, uh, probably when there's no when there's no uh, objection, when there's an objection, who would who would who would say that one eight is believed if there's an objection? So the same thing. Maybe here's a, here's the discussion. If the if the if the objection, right? There's there's one person who's objecting and saying that uh, no, I think he's not a coin, right? Uh, he's challenging the situation, right? The guy comes, somebody says he's a coin, and then somebody says no, I know he's not a coin. He's challenging that. So maybe the machlokus is if there's only one challenge, one person is challenging, right? Maybe that's the machlokus here. We have a Girsa Rabbalazar, don't change that. Okay, maybe it changed. It's probably a mistake on, on one of them. Um, uh, he says, if one complains, that's good enough. If one objects and challenging his Kahuna status, that's good enough. And therefore, we don't believe him. Shmuel Savar Eritre, you know, you need an Eritre. Everybody agrees. There's no such thing as an, a proper objection or appeal unless it's two people. One person one person can make a call to make a rumor, but that's not a proper objection. So everybody says you need an ear or two. And it's not likely that Shimon would say, even when the two people are saying that he's not a coin, that one A would be believed that he is. So what's the difference between Shimon Gamaliel and Rebbe Lazar? Okay, well, it's between the two of them. So, Elach Maiskinan. Like if it's Rabbi Eliezer, it's Rabbi Eliezer ben Hirkanis. If it's Rabbi Eliezer, it's Rabbi Eliezer ben Ara. Okay, Eloch Ma'iskinan, the Muslim Avu at the high coin. Again, we're talking a very limited case. What's the case over here? We know his father was a coin. But if we go call, uh, there was a rumor went out. Then goes Shmuelutzu. Here's the problem. If I problem, right? They're both agreeing apparently that if somebody comes along and says, "Oh, you know this guy, he just showed up in shul. You know, I know he's a coin. That's good enough." And if Two people said, no, challenge and said he's not a coin. Why would one person be believed? Two people said he's not a coin. Here it's speaking about where we know the father was a coin. A rumor went out that he's a Ben Gushim and Chalutza. Therefore, he's not a proper coin. He's a Chalal. And they removed him from being a coin. Can't have a coin. Can't, we're not giving him an Ali anymore as coin. Then one aid came. It was only right. What happened was we know his father was a coin. A rumor went out, just a rumor. Not Adis, Rashi says. A call somebody was talking, people were talking in the street. There was a rumor that he was Bangladesh Khalisa. So they said, well, then we're not going to let him be a coin. But one A came along and said, that I know that he is a proper coin, the Askan And they reinstated him. They put him back up into the coin. Well, yeah, I got an A, right? Basabe Trey, two guys came along and said Bangladesh. Now two guys came along and said he's not a that he's not a proper coin, it's Bangladesh Khalisa. now they removed him again. The Bezin removed him again. They removed him the first time based on the rumor. And the second time, based on two aid him. But also, now another aid came. First one aid came in his defense. 
right? After to uh, to 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 retract the rumor, right? And they put him back up. But then two people came along and said he's not. So they took him down a second time. Once based on the rumor, once based on two item. Now another aide came and said, Amri Adadavei Koinu. So at the end of the day, we have two two against two, right? Two aide say he's good. Two aide say he's not good. We're assuming that everybody holds Mitzvah from Adis. That Adis, when they come along to testify, some they don't have to come together. One could come today, one could come tomorrow. We assume now that that's that's okay. The machlokas is: Are we concerned about the uh, status of Bezin? That Bezin will be held in contempt if they keep changing their mind. You removed them once, you removed them twice, and now you're going to put them back up again. What is the Bezin worth? People will hold it in contempt. Once you put him down twice, we're not going to put him back up. We're concerned about people who hold Bezdin in contempt. You know, Bezdin holds people in contempt. People who hold Bezdin, people will make light of Bezdin and say, ah, what is Bezdin? They take him down twice and they put him back up. We took him down, we took him up. We're not concerned about that. Bezdin has to judge based on what they have, what the ADIS comes in front of them. First, there was a rumor, we took him down. Then there was one aide, put him back up. Then there was two aid him again, so took him down. Then we uh, uh, another aide came along and put him up. We got two aid him, we're going to put him. Why? What about, if it's two against two, why do we consider him a coin? Because he had a previous chazaka. He was a coin. He was born into a Kuna family. So if it's based on two against two, go best bust the chazaka. In other words, when there's not a proper Oren because we put him back up on the original Chazaka, the Chazaka, not just that he was born a coin, but that one eight came along when there was no other eight and one came and put him up, says Rashi. So he had a Chazaka based on one. So that's the Machlokas maybe over here. In other words, they're both saying you believe one eight to say that he's a coin. The question over here was when there's two eight him against him, two eight him saying that he's not a coin. And yet one eight said before in his favor and one eight said afterwards. The question is, do we play around, go back and forth? So Rebbe says what? Rebbe says, no, you can't. We're worried about the contempt of Bezin. And if there was Oren in this sense, two people against him, even if two people were four, we're not going to go back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. And Rebbe Lezer says, no, we don't care about that. We took him down. We, you know, it's two against two. We go with the original Chazak. Masker of Ami, Yochefil Trey Why do you have to, if the concern is about Zilus of the Bezin, even if it wasn't one in favor and then two against them, one in favor? Even if two and two uh, uh, two people came in favor afterwards, right? It was two or two. Not a question of one before, then two, then one. Even if you had two against and then two four, you don't have to talk about uh, um, uh, you know one one the two eight or in favor were separate. They both came together. Also, if the problem is he loses the Bezdin, bless us. We don't want to take. We took him down once on the rumor. Then we took him down because of the uh, two eight who were against him. So if you're worried about Zeus the Bezin, even if the two people came together, Elam Rav Ashi, when it's not from the latest community, Machlokis is, do you add Adis together if they, don't, if they don't come at the same time? We look down into Noah, we find Machlokis, famous Machlokis we have in Sanhedrin and other places. Tanya, Enus, Musavas, Yashem, Gechab. First, there's two Machlokis in the world. First Machlokis is not that, this, this, this first Machlokis is not what we're, we're not going to key in on that. But the first Machlokis is, do two people have to see the transaction at the same time? Do the aides have to see the transaction at the same time? Let's say one aide says, I saw Reuben lend Shimon at 100 hours. And another aide says, you know, I came in there later and uh, I saw that Shimon agreed that he's motive that he owes him 100 hours. That's not aides according to this Tanakhama. They both have to see the same transaction, the same murder, the same thing at the same time. 
if like with a murder also it's like that well, the one guy said i saw it was in this window and i saw another guy said well i was looking somewhere else now if you didn't see it together at the same time that's not it it's according to the tanakama no they don't have to see it together even if they saw it separately that's also okay that's one machlokas. then that's in terms of the adam seeing the what they saw the the uh the story that they're testifying to, the narrative that they're testifying to, they had to see together. They had to be standing there together. The second machlokas, which is what we're talking about, is the two Adam who come to testify in Besan about what they saw, they have to come in together. They can't come in one day, one on Monday, one on Tuesday. That's the Tanakhama. No, you can hear him on seven separate days. You listen to one today and one the next day when the guy comes in. And Rashi, the last Rashi before the mission says, even if they saw it at the same time, they have to come to testify together. It's a different machlok. It's not the same as It's rather two. It's the it's the first sheet of the Rabbanan and Rab Nasan. And then he ends off before the mission. Rab Lazar Rab Shimon, but plucked the Rab Nasan Rabbanan pligi. Rab Lazar Rab Shimon is machlok is between Rab Nasan and Rabbanan. Rab Lazar is like Rabbanan who say what. That if they don't come in together, we can't add up their aidas. So we hear what happened. There was a rumor they took him down. One eight came along and said he's a good coin. We put him back up. Two eight came and saw him. He's not a good coin. He's a Ben Gushmachlutza. And then one other eight came the next day and said he is good. So we're not Mitzdar of the Tanakamra of Lazarus. We're not Mitzdar of the first guy with the second eight. Therefore, you have two eighters who say he's no good. And that's it. Therefore, he's not a good coin. Ukshi Avucha, but and and Rab Shimon of Shimon Ben Gamliel is of Shimon. Who says we do accept it? He goes, yeah, we accept the eighties of one today and one tomorrow. He'll go like Rav Nasan, this last sheet before the Mishnah. So in the Mishnah, when the Mishnah says you leave one eight, one eight is good enough, and Rav says they both agree. If there's two eightim or against him, you don't believe one eight. Here it's forget about where you have two eightim who say that he's good. That's the machlokas. The machlokas is not the way we see it in the Mishnah. Uh, yeah, why not? Is believe when there's no when there's no uh, complaint, there's no challenge to his status. But if there's a challenge, then we have a then we have a different machlokas that the Rabbi says the Adam who come to confirm that he is a good coin must show up together. They must testify together according to Tanakh, according to Rabbi Lezer. Rabbi they could show up on two different days. A woman was taken captive by the Goyim. She was kidnapped. She was kidnapped, uh, imprisoned. Ayyadeh moment, if they're trying to get money out of the Jews, they're, they're kidnapped for money, then Mutaris Labalo, she's, after she was free, you can assume she's okay for her husband, even if her husband was a coin, because you assume that they wouldn't violate her. Why? Because they don't want to ruin their money. In other words, uh, the guy will pay, so if you don't touch her, I'll, I'll pay the hundred grand. Uh, but if somebody messed with her, the coin can't marry, maybe you won't pay so much anymore. So if it's for money, but if they're coming to kill her, Right, so we're talking about cases where the husband was killed, so they used to take, kill the, the wife too. Then, a, so even if she's later on miraculously she gets freed, or they free her, they send in the troops and they free her, she's also to her husband. Why? Because once they're gonna once they're gonna kill her, they'll do whatever they want with her, and we're afraid. So if, if it's a coin, we're afraid that they even that they raped her. And if it's an Asian role, before we talk about it, we're talking about some states only talk about a coin, some states even talk about Asian role. And the concern is that what. Like Rashi learned, Seminus Ratzabech, maybe, maybe she agreed to it. In other words, maybe, maybe she agreed to it. They said, listen, if you go, if you uh, let us uh, uh, sleep with you willingly, maybe we'll free you. So maybe she agreed to it. And then she would be also to her husband too. 
This goes back to the, the Tosis and back in the, in the first parak about if a woman has to deal with a guy, is she then answer to her husband in a case where she's not a coin? But, um, you know, where she's not a coin, that's the famous uh, Tosis uh, on Gimelam Pesach has that discussion about that. But here it's Mashbet that Rashi, that if she, if she would have agreed willingly to the guy, then she'd be answer to her husband. So that's a Shiloh here. If she was taken for money, then you assume she's much her husband because they wouldn't mess with her. If she were, if they were going to kill her, then we assume that they mess with her. That's only when the Jews are in power. The Jews have 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 uh, governance and um, over over the goyim. Then, if it's only for money, that some some bad guys are kidnapping her. We assume that they wouldn't mess with her because they don't want to lose their chance of getting paid the ransom. But if the guy have power over us, Alatsman doesn't mean like on the South probably Russians like you know, or like on, on our on us. So, on, so we say they have power over themselves, meaning if they're in charge, says, then even if it's for money, because they don't care, because they can do what they want, because they are they're empowered. That's how it was when we lived under the Goyim. You know, it's hard for kids today to understand what it was like when you lived under a foreign domination of Goyim and they did what they want to the Jews. But that's what it was like. Us about Masav Rava, Hey Rabbi Yosef Cohen, Rabbi Zacharia Ben Akatzav. These two rabbis, Rabbi Yosef Cohen, Zacharia's father was a butcher, I guess. He would be called Shochet uh, or you know Shochet Man today or something like that, or Katzav in Hebrew. Abbas Yisrael Shorana Bishkan. There was a story with Abbas Yisrael who was given us a pledge. Some Jews owed money to the Goyim. Ashkelon was a city, was mostly Goyim. And the Jews said, okay, take, uh, you know, take the girl and we'll pay you back in 10 days. And you can hold our daughter in, uh, as a mashkin. And after she was returned, nobody wanted to touch her. They didn't want to stay with her. They said, no, she was probably abused. They dare and their Adam, she went chaperoned. She, they, they gave her to the Goyim and they sent to Adam to be chaperones, to testify. They were with her the whole time and she wasn't secluded with them. She was on Nitma. said, listen, if you believe that she was actually given as a pledge, I mean, the Adam were saying, the Adam went the whole time and said, how do you know she was taken as a pledge? Because the Adam saw it. Well, the Adam also saw she, that, she was, that she was untouched. Don't believe that. Ultimately, don't believe that she was taken in. She was given as a pledge. If you don't, you have to believe the Adam. So the the, the Chacham said she's fine. Now, what's the story? Ashkelon, you have to come to go Atzman. Ashkelon was a city, was mostly going there. It's Plishtim. Rashi says Ashkelon was an Arab Plishtim. But old Fargol Yisrael, we were already we were already been exiled. So uh, the Adam, the Adam who testified that she was given as a pledge, also testified that she's clean. Um, so, um, so, so, and this is a city which is mostly Goyim. The Kitani Hurhana, we said she was given us a pledge, given us a pledge willingly to Midas, but even the Giazman, since the time came and she wasn't redeemed in that time that she was supposed to, she belongs to the Harei Shalavi Chavam Pedineim, according to their laws, that they were entitled to take the girl. That's why you need Adam, says Rashi, Eden Osashlanistra. In other words, this is a city where mostly Goyim, where the Goyim are in charge. It's Eretz Plishtim, and we were already in Golis, so they're in charge. And yet we say that what, what's the reason why she's free to go, why she's free to marry, and we consider her untouched? Because, uh, because there's Adam. Uh, and why? Because we gave her as a pledge, right? We gave her as a pledge, and as a pledge, that means to say, if we don't redeem her in time, you're entitled to her. 
So because of that, and the guy would be able to be entitled to her, we need Adam. By her name, but if she was just taken in prison, then she was kidnapped, right? They were trying to kidnap her to get a ransom or something like that, Smashba, only because only because legitimately they took her. She was given to them, and that's why you need Adam. But Smashba that if she was kidnapped, then you wouldn't need Adam. Here, and what did Rav Shmuel Bar say, name of Rav? He said, no, if, it's, if the guy were in charge, even if it's just for money, you can't trust them. Smashba over here only because. They, they were entitled to take her. That's why you need Adam. Uh, but Nechbashib, she was kidnapped and they weren't entitled to her. Lo, you wouldn't need the Adam for that. That's what we were assuming. Then Nechassam, lo being in Adam, Amen. So Sakashi, you said that if it's for money, you never trust them. Here it's Mashma, that if, it was, if she was kidnapped for money, then uh, you don't need Adam to prove that she wasn't uh, touched. Umar says, lo, who I did not feel Nechbashib? It doesn't make any difference if she was given as a pledge or kidnapped. That was the story over here. The story over there was that she was given as a pledge. And 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 the and the rabbi said, listen, there's Adam that she's clean, so it's okay. It doesn't mean to say that if she wasn't given a place but she was kidnapped, that you wouldn't need Adam. You would need Adam either way. You know, I mean, some say that Rabbi didn't ask us a kasha, but rather he brought it as a proof, a proof to what uh, Rav Shmuel Yitzchak said in the name of Rav, that what if the Adam are in charge, if the Goyim are in charge, uh, then even if they took it for money, you can't trust them, and you assume that she was violated. The same story. She was given us a pledge in Ashkelon. And after she was released, her family stayed away from her, claiming that she was probably violated. And there's the Adam who proved, there are chaperones who proved, proper Adam proved that she wasn't violated. If you believe them, what, that she was taken and that she was given over to the Goyim as a pledge, so I mean, then believe also that she wasn't violated. They may not meet them. If you don't believe if you don't believe that she wasn't violated, how do you know that she was given as a pledge? Now, for Ashkelon, is the only place taken for money. Here's his proof. His proof was for money. They were taking kidnapping her for money. They weren't kidnapping her. They were, they were, um, they took it as a pledge. You know, we're going to keep the girl until you pay us. The time of day to meet no so. The only reason it's clean is because what? Because Adam, tell him, how ain't Adam mean no so? If there's no Adam, lo, not with my love, lo, shnohor, no, lo, shnohor, which apparently doesn't make any difference. The proof is that that was her and that was when she was given her the pledge. But the same thing being our mission where she was kidnapped, that what? That uh, if there's no Adam, you assume she was violated. Where, where our mission said if, there, if it's for money, you assume she wasn't violated. Uh, but uh, uh, Rob said in the Gemara, based on what Shmuel Bar Yitzchak Rob said, that if if the guy were in charge, even if it's for money, they could violate her. So we're assuming that too. Whether she was given as a pledge or whether she was kidnapped, um, uh, either way, uh, if there's no adam and if the guy were in charge, we assume she was violated. It's slow. Or in a shot, it could be different with the pledge because there the guy felt entitled to her because according to their law, you didn't redeem her within the ten days, and then the, then they're entitled to keep her. Therefore, you need adam. But it could very well be if she was kidnapped. Um, and uh, she wasn't given as a pledge. Maybe even without Adam, uh, they they she would you would not assume she was violated even among the gun. So it's no proof to Rob. Some say it had nothing to do with Rob, Rob saying anything, which is the Kasha from the mission itself. Tanan, the mission is like they If she was kidnapped for money, then you assume they don't want to hurt her because they might lose their money, they won't get as much kidnapping money back. Uh, ransom, they won't get paid the ransom. So she's mutter to her husband. Again, as we said. Even Aisha's Cohen, you know, assume she wasn't violated at all. 
And if you talk about Aisha Sral, that she didn't do it willingly. For a minute, hey, Rebessi, the story over here says, Bashkan, the whole story with uh, where they were, were redeemed and the family didn't want to accept her and the Adam and the uh, and um, the Rabbanan said to him, it was for money, right? They were answered for money. Since the Adam say she was clean, that's why she's clean. But if there was no Adam, in fact, she wouldn't be believed. So it's against the mission. The mission said that if it's for money, you can trust that she wasn't violated. Mishani, the answers are Mishmol, Ba Rav that Rav Shmuel Varitzik is answering the steer between the Mishnah and the stories. Lokasha, Kanche Yisrael Tkifa, I did come, Kanche, the Kram Tkifa, that's Asman. Our Mishnah is speaking about where the Jews are in charge. So then they're not going to take a chance and ruin their ransom request by violating the girl. And the story over there was speaking about where the Goyim were in charge over themselves or over us, meaning where they could do what they want. So you say, if she was taken and, and uh, presumably they were going to kill her, then you assume they would have done whatever they want to. Like the wives were going up, the robbers were killed. And when the robbers were, they were hung, the uh, the minig was that the uh, they would um, confiscate the women and their assets and everything, and they would do what they want with the women. So in a case like that, they were going to do what they want with the women. So you assume they would have raped her too. The lady on the Onisha shall Ben Denai. It was a famous murderer called Ben Denai. As uh, Ben Denai, his name was Elazar. Elazar Ben Denai Rashi says, um, In other words, it's only if it's a murderer. If a murderer is taken out to be killed, then they uh, confiscate the wife and they do what they want. But if it was them, Ganavim, Ganavim, they're not mafka their money. And as for Ganavim, they don't they don't confiscate the women or you know or do whatever they want with them. That's only if they were actually sentenced to death. So the husband was sentenced to death, or, or the women were dinon uh, lahariga that they were going to kill the women. Even if they were going to kill them, even if there was no sentence, the same thing still applies. That if they were, if the goyim were not just ransoming, trying to ransom her, uh, to kidnap her to get a ransom, but they were trying to, uh, you know, they they took her because they killed the husband and they could do what they want with the, with the wife. Then, uh, then you assume the woman was also coming. If, and if she was married to a coin and she got out despite all that, you assume that she assume that maybe she was uh, she did it willingly, and therefore she'd be also to her husband according to that one sheet of toast back on the human base. All right, we'll pick him here from Mishnah tomorrow. Have a good day, everybody. Good.